Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Philly Bandwagon Podcast. Ryan Michaels here with your boy, Chip Tiernan. What a dupe. Yeah, it's still, uh, it still sucks talking about the Eagles, but that's not going to happen today, thank God. The season's over, though. It is over. Now we have to look forward to the draft. Yeah. Yay. Yay. And uh, we have to wait until April for that. We also have to wait eight months for football, which sucks. Yeah, it does. Uh, You know, if you're a NFL draft fan like myself, we have the draft combine coming up here in a few weeks. Uh, I always look forward to that. Um, But after that, yeah, it's pretty much... Got to wait until the end of April uh, for the draft, yep. and then I mean we got free agency as well. Uh, it's always exciting. So we'll see. We'll see what the see if the Eagles make any moves, um, and what they do come draft day in about two and a half months. Man. No football. It's it always hits hard the week after the Super Bowl. Yeah, but the only thing that we're reveling in right now is the 49ers tears, which is which is good. Yeah, it was uh, it was a lose lose situation, but it was the asteroid bowl. It, it was Giants yeah. Patriots, so all over again. Yeah, two different teams. Um, but I think the lesser evil one. I mean, evil nonetheless. Yeah. You're right. But yeah, you know the, the only thing that I uh, that I saw was that there wasn't a single offensive holding call against the Chiefs all game for the third straight Super Bowl win. Yeah, okay, okay, that's yeah. actually a problem. Yeah, but nobody's gonna talk about that. Uh, that that never happens ever, never. No. No, no refs had a great game. What are you talking about? Travis Kelsey legitimately shoved Andy Reid and is going to get away with it, but. Yeah. yeah, but he's a competitor, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Let let that fire out on on an old man and almost broke his hip in the process. Good, good. To be fair, Andy Reid almost breaks his hip every time he walks nowadays. But you know. Yeah. Good for him. They won. He got another ring. Cool. I don't. You know what? I don't even care. Moving on. <laughs> Sixers, Buddy Heald is legit. There were hella moves made this time. Yeah. Uh, Pat Bev, gone. Furcon finally got his wish and got waived immediately. I mean, yeah, who else? We, oh, we traded uh, Marcus Morris. Who also got waived. Who got, No, actually, who got traded, then waived again. So he got traded to Indiana, then traded to San Antonio, then he got waived. Which actually leaves the door for him to come back. Since That's he what got I was thinking. Twice, yeah. That's what I was thinking. I think he he could be a sneaky option for them to bring back. Uh, they signed Kyle Lowry, who also got Kyle waived. Kyle Lowry got waived. Yeah, he got bought out and yeah, waived. Or bought yeah. out, yeah. Um, I don't know if it's the same thing or not. It's that's probably different. Who who knows? Um, but yeah, Buddy Heald was probably the biggest move. Um, and so far so good. He's played very well. Uh, 
also traded Daniel House, uh, as you said, Pat Bev, and there was one more. Oh, Jaden Springer, Springer to, the, to Celtics. the Celtics for a second round pick. I don't get that one. The only explanation that I could think of is he wanted to recoup the second round picks that we gave up in the Buddy Heel trade because we got three of them back. We traded Daniel House for a second, Pat Bev for a second, and Jaden Springer for a second. And we gave up three in the Buddy Heel trade, along with Furkan and Morris, who got waived. <laughs> so uh, I don't, I mean, I guess it, you wanted to recoup, but he I spent three years developing this guy. Yeah, I, I think Jaden Springer, he wasn't playing great, but he also wasn't bad. Like, he was giving you solid minutes off the bench. He's, he he's a solid, solid defender. Yeah. yeah, he's a solid defender. You know, he has good athleticism, uh, you know, still developing the shot, but could could have been developed, in my opinion. I think he I think he has the, the chops to eventually do that. Um, and then Pat Bev was surprising as well. I, I think, um, you know, we'll talk more about it in the podcast, but, you know, he's a he's a savvy vet and gives it just gives you leadership. And that's something. The Sixers haven't had in a while, um, and they brought in Patrick Beverly this past offseason, and they traded for Marcus Morris, who brings that kind of same same energy, and they traded both of them. So that's why, you know, I was surprised when I saw Pat, Pat Bev got moved. Um, but they still have the option to bring Marcus Morris back if they want to. I think they should because, again, he just gives you that leadership, um, that kind of dog mentality. Um, and he's, you know, he's from Philly, you know, so – um, and we gave him to gave him a freaking key to the city. So we'll see what happens going forward. But um, you know, some surprising moves, but uh, obviously the big one being Buddy Healed, and uh, I think uh, so far so good. We'll see how it all plays out in the end. I mean, Joel Embiid coming back from injury is going to be the most important piece. I mean, I don't know after the procedure he had for the meniscus. I'm not sure how long that's going to be. Um, they said four weeks, but we've seen the Sixers be, you know, cautiously yep. uh, treating a lot of players. So uh, we'll, we'll get into that, and then we'll uh, look at the Sixers' last few games because they had a stretch that was just brutal. Yeah. And then the Flyers, moving on to them, they also had a stretch where it was brutal, and then they won four straight now. So Yeah. Just a lot of streaks going on in Philly sports. Uh, yeah, yeah, they they, <laughs> it's weird, man. They, you know, the Flyers, uh, you know, during that stretch, looked pretty bad. Um, but they've come back after the All Star break, and <laughs> everyone was just like, "Well, we knew this was coming." <laughs> <laughs> right, right. <laughs> uh, me included. Yeah, I was like, "All right, we're back," you know. Uh, but hey, you know, after the All Star break, um. You know, they, they, they've been playing really well, man. Uh, so that's been cool. And not much to say. I mean, I think, that, the Philly, I think the Phillies reported today, pitchers and catchers. But that's all I can say about yay. that. <laughs> and with that, I got nothing left. What you say, Chip A? Let's cue the Rocky music. You're listening to a Philly Sports Nation production, enhancing your Philly sports experience.
I don't know what I want to do with my life without football. I, I still don't know. This is that lull. Yeah. Where you have basketball, hockey, and baseball going on at the same time, where there's usually a game on a night. There's not. I, I mean, like, you, you usually get the occasional, you know, Sixers one night, Flyers one night. But, but they're, uh, when they're they play the same night, then they're the same night, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, there's nothing in Philly. Uh, we're, we're in that lull post-Super Bowl pre-March Madness. Oh, which is a rough month, to say the least. Because, uh, yeah, March Madness doesn't start until, like, mid, early to, yeah, it's, like, mid-March. Oh, no, you know, you're forgetting about the uh, conference titles. Yeah, that's true, too. That's true, too. That's the beginning um, of March. Yeah, so, so that that's, but, like, even, like, now it's, it's February 13th to record this, so it's mid, and then we'll have mid to late February, where it's just the occasional Sixers and Flyers game. But that's really it. Uh, like I said in the in the beginning, the combine. But not everyone has loved the combine. Uh, I I love it, but a lot of people aren't really interested. Um, so that's the next thing I look forward to. But that's still like two, maybe three weeks away from when we record this. So we're in that. Uh, yeah, we're in a a weird spot for sports. Oh yeah. So. Um, I mean, yeah, seriously. Just gotta be, just gotta be patient. I don't know why it just came to my head, but also the Olympics is this summer. Uh, but that's not until like July. Uh, I don't know why it just came to my head, but it did. This is an odd thing, you know. Now, now that you say it, I feel like the Olympics. It's either you have someone who's just an Olympics devotee, yeah, who like gets pissed off that you're not following the Olympics because these people put their blood, sweat, and tears into it. <laughs> or it's just like, hey, the Olympics are on. I might as well watch a little bit. Yeah. Well, I think, I mean, yeah, like, relax, first of all. Um, but I think I think the Olympics is great. Um, I'm not a huge Olympics guy, but if they're on, like, I, I like the fact that, <laughs> like, if I'm just, like, for whatever reason, I wake up at like 3 a.m. I can just flip on the Olympics. I don't know why. Like, I like that part of the Olympics. Uh, but I can just like, it's all, it's all, all the time. Uh, it's every four years. So it's like, this is like the big thing for these athletes uh, that get to, they, they get to show, you know, their stuff on, on the national stage, uh, on a worldwide stage even. So, um yeah, I mean, I think if you're in the Olympics, that's cool. But, like, you know, some people aren't. <laughs> so yeah, Some people just aren't into it either. Yeah, no. I mean, it's 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 not a huge deal. Um, but I think some for, people the, for only those watch people. watch sports, too. It's like yeah. they're interested in. The people only watch football. They don't care about basketball or baseball or, or hockey. Or Some people are huge. I met, I've met huge hockey fans who don't like any other sport other than hockey. Um so, yeah, I just think if you like stuff that's in the Olympics, then you're going to like the Olympics. Like, if you like gymnastics, then you're going to like the Olympics. If you like track and field or you like swimming or you yeah, like volleyball. World, or, yeah. yeah, okay. Um, but, yeah. Uh, but I think the Olympics is cool. Uh, 
and it's I think it's cool that it's every four years because it's like it makes it even bigger and uh, I just feel like it used know. to be a lot more grandiose when I was younger. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. They, I, they I made a big deal about it, like a huge deal about it. Like, wow, like, this really happens every four. The Olympics years. is this summer. You gonna watch all of it? Like, um, but like even as a kid, I didn't. Like the, like when when I think of my, myself as a kid in the Olympics, I think of Michael Phelps because yep. that was he was huge when I was a kid, like 2008, 2012. He was Michael huge. Usain Bolt. Usain Bolt. That's another one. Yeah. Uh, like nowadays, it's like Simone Biles is big. Yeah. Um, well, that was when the was I don't know. I think is she done now? Because they had that, the gymnastics team had that huge year. Yeah, I'm not sure if she's done. I don't even know how. Like, I mean, I don't really think it matters. I don't. I don't know how old she is, but uh, the only thing I know about her is she dates someone on the Packers. No, they mention that all the time when I watch the Packers on Red Zone. <laughs> I did not know that. Yeah, she uh, she dates someone on the Packers, but I don't know if she's done. Uh, but yeah, she's pretty big right now. Um, there's a swimmer from the U.S. I think his name's like Joel something. He's a pretty big deal. There's a women's um, swimmer too, Katie Ledecky. Oh yeah, Katie Ledecky. Yeah, she's like broken every American record or like every like world record basically for women's swimming, uh, which is nuts. Um, not, I mean, there's probably someone big for track and field that I can't really think of right now. Again, I didn't really watch the last Olympics, which was in 2021. Yeah. Uh, so. Well, this is this is the first year that they're bringing back like. It's not just the junior hockey guys anymore. It's yeah, it's full on players. It, yeah, they brought hockey, golf is back too. Yeah, uh, golf would be cool. Yeah, but hockey is in uh, 2026, right? Is this yeah, the Winter yeah. Olympics. Winter Olympics. Yeah, but like I think I think next year 2025, uh, they're doing something as well. Like, are they doing like a four country tournament or something for NHL? Yeah, I thought so. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they're doing like America, Canada, Russia, and Sweden. Was that what I heard? Uh, but there's there's four teams, like four countries, and like the best players from those countries will compete. I think that's pretty cool. Uh, the NHL's doing that. Um, like they kind of did that this past year with the All Star Game, but they had four just team captains, like I guess the four biggest vote getters. Uh, but yeah, I think that'll be cool. Um, but anyway, we kind of got sidetracked with the Olympics. I don't, again, I don't know how, I don't know why the Olympics popped in my head, but they did. So. Oh boy. That should be fun. But March Madness is coming up. I'm excited for that. March Madness. I can't wait. I, if they change that damn theme again. Oh, don't stop. I'll be upset. You can't, you can't ever change it. You can't. Well, they did. They, they do that it. That is they, it now. They do it every like few years, which it's I, like, I get. Like it needs like a little bit of an update yeah. each week. But the last one was like, man, too you much, know, you had much. the best one ever. It's the best. It's the from, best like, theme song. What would you say from 2013 to 2017? That one, that hit. Yeah, I think that even was, before that. That was a banger. I, it, dude, it's it's the best theme song for any sport. Any 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 like people. People like the um, obviously the Sunday night football music or 
uh, like the NBA on ESPN has pretty good music. No, but March Madness is better. March Madness CBS has it's just it's the best of all time. Like, and if you disagree, I'm sorry, you're, you're wrong. wrong. You're, you're wrong. wrong. I'm sorry, it's you're just wrong. And March you have less brain cells than me after I was in college, and that's saying something. You have probably less brain cells than me uh, always. Anyway, um, <laughs> you can't look. You can't beat March Madness as a sporting it's so event. Good. It's and so good. the fact that they're trying to expand it again, don't Just expand stop. the tournament. There's Just 64 stop. teams, man. It's so like with the play in. I thought. Like, I thought the uh, how did they used to do it? They had like one play game, one play in game, and now they have like four or like is it four now? Four now, yeah. It's four now. I think I thought the one was fine. I I still don't mind the four playing games, but like that's that's if it's more than that, it's too much. Like 60, 64, but it's technically sixty eight with the plans. But I think sixty four is perfect. Um, I, the biggest thing for me with March Madness is the bracket. Like as a kid, man, <laughs> like I don't know why. Like me and my brother would just it, the game started at twelve. And it's usually on the Thursday. So like we would, we would in school, we would start watching the games. Like we would ask the teacher, Hey, can we put on March madness? And they'd be, and if you're at a cool teacher, you'd be like, yeah, sure. Why not? And you would bring your, you would bring your bracket to school. Cause then you could start writing in the winners. Yep. During school, dude, you would cross the memories. The oh my gosh. Everyone. Yeah. The memories, man, of going to school, like, and all my friends were huge into March madness so we would just like make brackets non-stop we would print out like 10 of them and just and just make a ton of them man it was it was uh it was really fun a lot of a lot of fond memories with march madness um I but the, i still do that well i mean since i've been in when i was in college and like maybe my senior year of high school everything switched to online yeah but we would all sneak on our phone my senior year oh my god out, yeah. you know like oh what's the bracket looking like what are scores yeah, looking yeah. like but I, as I got older, I got actually better at filling them out. I've I've been in the top few of my last brackets that I've submitted. I won last year. That was a that was a nice one. Did I did not have a perfect bracket by any means, but yeah, I'm I'm usually good at picking out those one or two teams that make it to the round of 32 and maybe one sneaks into the Sweet 16. Yeah, yeah, that's the that's the there's always that. I mean, last year there was like a few. I think Florida Atlantic was like a nine seed. They made the didn't they make the championship or the Final Four, or something like that. Um, it was Florida Atlantic. It was uh, Saint Peter. <laughs> Saint Peter's a few years ago. Yeah, that was crazy. Uh, Shout out my uncle. He went there. Um, uh, what was the? Wasn't there? There was a second sixteen who beat number one, wasn't there? UMBC did. That was the first one. There was they another took, one, I think. Uh, someone took down Purdue. Oh, Purdue was... Wait, were they the number one? I think so. Oh, uh, was it... Uh, it was an F. Oh, my gosh. There was a, there was a second 16 seed to beat a one. I can't remember who it was. Though. It was recent. I think it was like... It might have been last year. Or the year before. Was it yeah. Furman? Hold on. I need to Google this now. It was no, it was FDU upset Purdue. Who beat 
a one. FDU upset Purdue. FDU is oh fairly Dickinson, right? Yeah, I'm I'm on probably the same article that you're at, and all it says is FDU. FDU. Yeah, FDU is yeah yeah. Uh, it is fairly Dickinson, yeah. Fairly Dickinson, yeah yeah yeah. <clears throat> um. Yeah, 15 beat a two last year. Princeton beat Arizona last year. And then Princeton won again, I think. I think Princeton made the Sweet 16. They did. They did. And then the year before, St. Peter's beat Kentucky. And then St. Peter's went on a run. They made it made the, like, the Elite Eight. They did make the Elite Eight. Oral Roberts won in 2021. I think they went on a run as well. Fairly, no, uh, not fairly, Dickinson. Uh, Florida Atlantic was in the championship last year. And they were like a nine, right? Or an eight or a nine. I think they were an eight or a nine. Uh, yeah. So Fairleigh Dickinson last year beat Purdue, who was a 16. So that was the second time ever a 16 beat a one. And then obviously the first one was UMBC. Uh, my cousin went there, so shout out to him. Um, but yeah. That's wild. But yeah. Conference tournaments are a couple weeks away, and then no, no, they didn't. I think we're thinking of a wrong year. Who? UConn won last year. Yes, they did. UConn beat San Diego. Oh, they beat San Diego State. That's who it was. So it was San Diego State for uh, Florida Atlantic in the Final Four, and then UConn somebody <laughs> else. I can't remember. Gonzaga. <clears throat> did Gonzaga make the Final Four last year? I'm trying to. I don't remember. 2023. Sorry, we're doing a lot of googling. Uh, this this was just a random conversation that was not scheduled. Yeah. <laughs> by any means. So. I mean, there's not really much else to talk about. Uh, was UConn Miami? Miami got pooped on in the final four. 72-59. Yeah, and then San Diego State won on that last second shot. I was watching that. That was crazy. I mean, at, at that point, you're rooting for the nine. You're not rooting for San Diego State. Yeah, I think, yeah, I mean, at that point, yeah. I didn't want UConn to win because they well, it, always yeah, it, Arkansas beat Kansas. That, that was an eight beat and a one. Yeah, that did happen last year as well. Yeah, last year was wild. That was a good tournament last year. It was a good tournament last year. It was a good tournament last year. Look, I, I'm a Nova fan first and a college basketball fan second, so when they're not there, I'm watching. I, I love college basketball. It, it's just something that you can always put in the background. And the best way to get ready for the tournament is to just sit there, and if you're bored, just put a college basketball game on in the background, Yep. and you'll see who the scrappy ones are. You'll, you'll know right off the bat if the yeah, team is scrappy. Even I if they it. lose the game, you'll yeah. know they're scrappy. For sure. God, I love, uh, I love March Madness, dude. I yeah, love Princeton, March Madness. Princeton lost in the Sweet 16 last year. And they were the 15. So I think that was the lowest seed that made it that far. Because Fairleigh Dickinson lost in the second round to Florida Atlantic. UMBC beating Virginia was by far one of the funniest things. Oh my gosh, that was hilarious! I I watched that whole game, and there wasn't there wasn't a second that Virginia was in the game. 
the UMBC was destined to win that game. Literally. It was just everything they put up was going in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they it lost was, the second round too, right? I think they did. They did, yeah. Not neither one of them made it past. Well, maybe we'll see a sixteen win two games this year. Who knows? Maybe. This is another wild, wild west year in college basketball. I mean, I think it's the best. I think don't, it's the don't best. Don't U- UConn looks great. They do. But they also have looked beatable at times. Yeah, so, again, same as last year, in my opinion. There, there isn't a team that you look at and say they're 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 going to dominate this this tournament. Right. And I think that's the best. I think that's when you see a tournament like last year where you have teams out of nowhere, Fairleigh Dickinson being one of them, who beat a one seed. They have no business of beating what they do and it's just oh i look it, it, this also goes to Purdue's track record which i mean that's this a point, fair point. It, it's um that's a fair point it's not too hot yeah it's uh yeah, i gotta change something up <laughs> the, the, the boilermakers have um they are a team with tremendous talent and potential that somehow some way find a way to lose it yeah uh gonzaga i feel like, I feel like arizona I've given the business every yeah. year. I have said this to you every year, and you're always like, I don't know, man. I don't know, man. But every year, what happens? They lose. I think the difference with Gonzaga and Purdue is Gonzaga always makes a deep yes. run, and they always lose. Purdue always gets bounced in, like, the second or third round, or, like, the Sweet 16, maybe. Gonzaga knows how to choke a championship game away. I feel like another team that gets out early than expected is Arizona. Yeah, they they always seem to like they're there and they're a powerhouse. They have good players, man. They just like, they've fall. had great teams and they just they just lose. I remember the year they had DeAndre Ayton. They might have been like, I think they might have been a two or three. I think they, they lost in the first round. That team was good. Um, was the I think that the only year that they did make it pretty far, or maybe they didn't. I can't remember. I don't did Aaron the the year they had Aaron Gordon. Did they make it to five? I don't remember. All of, look, all of March Madness starts to clutter together, so unless I have the brackets true, yeah. in front of me, I couldn't That's true. You. Yeah, it's true. I, because it's, we've already confused three tournaments with each other, <laughs> so. To be fair, these last four years, like, ever since the, uh, the pandemic, like, where there wasn't a tournament, and I was devastated, these last... So 2021, 22, 20, these last three tournaments have just been a blur to me, honestly. Like I know, I know there's been upsets and all that stuff. I just don't remember who did it, like what the seed was, what team it was. Uh, but yeah, these, these last three especially have been just like, they're all a blur. They, they're all the same tournament. They, they, they might as well be. Um, God. But yeah, I'm excited, man. Dude, it. Yeah, I, th- I think my life peaked in 2016 on that tournament. I, th- I think I peaked. That was your peak, huh? Probably not. I'm just saying that because it was so much fun. That was one of them. For sure. That, that, that was one of the moments. I'm either on the up climb still or I'm a... <laughs> I think 2008, 2008 was definitely one of my peaks as a human. I was only 10, but still. Um, I think 2016 was a good year in general. 2018 was another one of my peaks. 
2018 I mean, was just dude. That, that I've never seen so many people just partying in the street. It was wild. I uh, I was at my cousin's and I had to drive back home and it was I had my window down and I I I beeped probably at least 20 25 times and it's only like 10 minutes away. Uh, but yeah, I uh, drove home, ran out to Frankfurt Ave, and uh, yeah, it was wild. But also, that reminds me of t- 2008, when the Phillies won, I was 10 years old, and we ran out to Frankfurt Ave, and there was a couch that someone was throwing away, and me and my friend were jumping on it profusely. Uh-huh. As cars would cars would roll by, beeping, there was people everywhere, and then I lost my voice. Uh, and then I begged my mom to not go to school the next day. I did end up going to school. I was pissed. Uh, and then the, the day of the parade was Halloween. So we went down to the parade, like earliest, earliest crap. And we got like, my dad's friend is a cop. So he got us like great parking. And then we just walked, we walked to Broad and Snyder on the corner of that. We would, we were like right up on the, the trucks as they passed by. And then went home, and I dressed as a banana for Halloween. I was actually in Center City for the parade, rather than closer to South Philly. Yeah. But Ryan Howard was in a big rig. Yep. Going absolutely ballistic the entire time. <laughs> Ryan Howard, Chase Utley were together. I know Pat Burrell was by himself with his wife. He was, like, on top of, like, a fire truck or whatever. Uh, I don't remember seeing Shane Victorino. I don't either. I don't think I remember seeing Jimmy Rollins either. I remember seeing Utley and Howard especially because Utley and Howard. Utley was wearing a black hat, like a black uh, beanie, with a black jacket. I think Howard was also wearing a black jacket. And then Utley obviously gave that tremendous speech at the at the park. Um, You remember when uh, Citizens Bank Park stopped letting people in that had the World Effing Champion shirt on? (laughs) That's oh, dude. What a, what a uh, moment. That was and I was back I was back home by that time and I was watching on TV and dude I was went, I was also up. watching on TV and then yeah. like me and my family kind of looked at each other like did he say that did he just yeah did he, <laughs> did just, he say just say that, say that? On TV? <laughs> like I think my mom was like like she was like oh my god and I was like what <laughs> like I didn't I, I didn't know you couldn't say the f word on national TV but that was that was awesome. And then, oh my God, dude, the the Eagles. I went to the parade there. It was absolutely frigid. Uh, I had hand warmers. I had, oh my gosh, I was. I didn't sleep the night before, so I was dead tired. The trucks came. Then we walked back to my dad's friend's house and we watched the Jason Kelsey speech. Oh my God, it was. I couldn't get off from work. It was just an abomination. I had oh, no seniority at all, dude. It was my like within my first like six months of employment oh they wouldn't let me take it i was so pissed dude that that's something that like i'm going to be devastated that i didn't show up to for the rest of my life but it was i I remembered going going to work oh my god i did nothing (laughs) i did yeah i mean uh, everyone was pretty much at the parade. I mean, dude, I, was, I was up mocked. until 5:45 in the morning. Yeah. And I had work at 7:30. I didn't I didn't sleep the night prior. So I was up all night and then my dad came at like 5:36 in the morning and we drove down to to Center City. 
And it was, dude, it was mobbed. There I showed was... up to work in the same stuff that I wore the night before party. Oh, yeah. Yep. So you bet you bet that I definitely had a little bit of an odor. And oh, my God, yeah. Nobody said anything. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> what do you expect? <laughs> oh, my gosh. That was... I think it was like I, that was that was a fond that was a fond memory, but also like I was dreading it at the time because I was so effing tired. Like I I was like standing there like falling asleep as I just stood there in the freezing cold. Uh, but yeah, the trucks came. It was kind of an underwhelming. Eyes. It, you couldn't you could barely see. I mean, there was people everywhere. Uh, then we had to walk back. Like I said, to the, my dad's friends. We watched. Uh, the Kelsey speech, and then he drove. We, I didn't get home till like six, and I literally slept from six until probably like eleven the next morning. The, you know, that year was the year that me and your brother went to the Eagles Raiders game on yes Christmas on Christmas Day. Yes, and it was a Monday night game, I think. It was, and yeah. it was also like zero degrees outside. Oh my god, yeah. I remember after tailgating. While we were tailgating, you had to drink your beer fast or it would freeze. And then we got a beer in the stadium. And I kid you not, we got to our seats and it was frozen already. <laughs> that was the game where Jalen Mills got burnt by Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper, yep. Oh, and my me God. And your brother I was were next so to mad. each other. And the first I just saw Amari Cooper break. And I was like, Cooper, oh, my God. And Darren yep. Carr just slung it right to him. Dude, and then God damn it, dude. That was like, wasn't that the first or maybe the second game where Foles was the starter? First, I think it was the first. It was the first one. And dude, oh my God, I don't know how they won that game. They, uh, there was a wasn't there a fumble? Yeah, it was a strip sack. Yeah, I think it was Brandon Graham. It scored a touchdown. I think. I think. I I think Brandon Graham stripped it. And, and they scored for Barnett a touchdown. I think the game was like yeah. 16 to 7. It was a <laughs> score. Hold on. Yeah. I have to look at God. We're doing more Googling. This is just a reminiscing episode. Yeah, we should just name this episode Memory Lane. This actually <laughs> a pleasant time. Yeah, right? Let's just do this every Eagle time. Though. Raiders. What is it? 2017. No, it was 19 to 10. 19 to 10, yeah. 19 to 10. Yeah. Uh, Jay Ajayi had a had a touchdown. Amari yeah, Cooper was... for 63 yards. Yeah. Oh my God. Jake Elliott and then uh, Jake Elliott uh, hit a 48 yarder, and then it was Derek Barnett. Yeah. See. Yeah. So or, or did he sh- maybe Graham stripped it and then Derek Barnett scored a touchdown. Um. Yeah. It was. A, but Derek I remember fumble return. Yeah, I remember it was 13 to 10. And the, the Raiders were driving, and I'm like, oh, this game's over. We're going to lose. And then they stripped it and won. Oh, my God, it was crazy. Went for two, too. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Marshawn Lynch was on that uh, Raiders team. He was, yeah. That's right. But, yeah, no, um, it was a 63-yard dart from Derek Carr. Yeah, that was – oh, my God, I was so I was so bad. Yeah, Zach Ertz had a game. Yeah, the, the the only thing I remember from that game was it being freezing cold. Just freezing cold, man. It was yep. freezing. Yep. And then getting yeah, a ride home was miserable. Like $130 for an Uber. <laughs> hey, man, you know, it's price you pay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <clears throat> I, I think that's about enough uh, 
Enough of memory lane. Have we experienced another championship, man? I think we're close. Well, we can. I think it's the. I think the Eagles are the closest ones. I I really do. I mean, the Phillies are right up there, but the the problem with the Eagles is that whole defense needs revamping. And then we got to talk about what the Hassan Reddick situation. Now yeah. he's coming out and saying that he didn't request a trade. Like I believe that. I think that they were just trying to test the market. So yeah, I, I, yeah, and you, you texted me. You're like, oh, I think you know, Hassan Reddick might be gone. I, I wasn't worried at the time. And then obviously him coming out and saying he doesn't want to get traded. I, I had a feeling. Um, you know, he, he, there was no like, nothing before this that would have told me he wants to be gone. He didn't seem um, unhappy. He, right. I mean, he was pissed off about the way that the season ended. Obviously, he should be. yeah, everyone was. Um, but it's, it's just money. It's about money. And I think, I think the Eagles, uh, he's getting underpaid for what he's been, he, what he's done the last, these last two years. And I agree. I think he, I think he is being underpaid. They got him for a steal of a contract. Uh, they signed him what, like two years ago. Um, and he's been phenomenal. He's been one of the best edge rushers in the league. So I th- he is getting underpaid and I think he's close to the end of his deal anyway. So he just wants an extension and I'm fine with that. I think they should give him an extension. I think they should not trade him because he's, probably our best defensive player at this point. Um, I think that's pretty safe to say. So yeah, I think they should. And I think, I think it would, I saw, I think I saw a tweet from somebody um, or actually whatever you call it. It's a tweet still um, that we would save money if we did extend him because he's owed 21 million this year, this upcoming year. So if we extended him, I think that would be taken away and we would, I I don't know how it works, but um, anyway, we, we can save money. We should probably do it because we need money. We need corners. We need safety. Yeah, we need a lot of stuff. We need a lot of stuff. So Smitty um, needs I, to be re- Smitty needs to be extended. Yeah, Smitty needs to be extended after next after this after this coming year. Or wait, no, I think he needs to be extended now. No, no, he played. How many years has he played? Three years, right? Yeah. So we got him in the first round. So we'll, if we get we give him the fifth year option, it will be not next offseason, but the following offseason. Okay. But we could extend him next offseason if we don't give him the fifth year option. But we have the option to do that. So he he will be here for the next two years at least, or he should be at least. Oh, the offense needs to stay together. Um, I, I mean, I'm 99% sure Jason Kelsey's going. I don't know, man. I, 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 I'm not going to be, like, upset that he if he does go, but I'm not convinced that he's 100% down to, like, that he's going to retire. I did say 99%. I didn't yeah, say Yeah, I, 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 I think there's a better chance than a lot of people think. I, I think seeing Travis win another one, I think, he, I think he'll be a little bit hungry. And I don't know. It's I think just could. the fact that they're, they're so close – they have the defensive guy that they want. Yeah, they, they, they I, have an offensive. You. They actually have an offensive-minded coordinator. If they uh, can get experience. some players on defense, like I'm not saying completely revamp the defense, which you know they might have to do anyway. But if they get some, just like if they stay healthy, is the big part as well. And they get some guys in here. I think they're right. They're still right there. I, I really do. You know. The one thing that we're looking over is running back again. Yeah, I don't think I don't think they're going to resign DeAndre Swift. I don't think so either. I I would love for them to bring him back. 
I don't think they're going to. Um, but you know, who knows? Is this I mean, a strong running back class in the draft? Not particularly. Like, there's no. There's some good ones. Um, but there's no like. There's obviously no Bijan Robinson or Saquon Barkley in this class. Um, but there's some decent. Like, there's you're not going to see one go in the first round. Um, but yeah, like I I I would have said Jonathan Brooks from Texas might have made the first round if he stayed healthy, but he tore his ACL. Or tour something. Um, but yeah, Jonathan Brooks is good, in my opinion. Um, but are uh, we yeah. ready to take another risk on someone who was injured after the uh, that's true situation? That's true, too. That is true, too. Well, that was, yeah, that seems like a, that seems like a lifetime ago now. <laughs> I know, but yeah, that's crazy. Look, this goes back to again, we're taking while we're on memory lane, we might as well stay there. Uh, just because of the Super Bowl run that the Eagles had, a lot of people tended to forget the mistakes that Howie Roseman made in the draft. Like, there were crucial mistakes made in the draft. Like, yeah, especially those, I think 2018, 19, and 20 were probably the worst. Like, that, that was the time period of, of bad Howie drafting. Yeah. Like, he had some good picks, don't get me wrong. Uh, but a lot of them were not great. Like what Derek Barnett went in seventeen. Derek Barnett, that well, that was a Super Bowl year. That was twenty seventeen draft. That was too early for Derek Barnett. Uh, I wanted them to take a corner that year, but Marshawn Lattimore went at eleven. Or no, he went at, uh yeah eleven. The Eagles had fourteen that year. He went at eleven. I wanted them to take Marlon Humphrey, and they took Derek Barnett instead, and I was pissed. Um, and then twenty eighteen. They traded out at 32nd pick. They gave it to the Ravens, who took Lamar Jackson at 32. And then we drafted Sidney Jones in the second. We drafted Dallas Goddard. He would have been 2019. No, he was 2018, I think. Maybe he wasn't. I don't remember. Like I, like I said, these years are just up <clears> here <throat> now. Um, but Dallas Goddard was 2018 or 2019. Maybe he was 2018. It seems... Yeah, and then the, then the the Rager situation. Jalen Rager was 2020. 2019, who was, the, who was our first round pick in 2019? Oh, God, I'm doing more Googling. This is the, the uh, reminisce slash Google episode. Eagles draft picks. <laughs> Might as well just name this episode Memory Lane because that's all yeah. we talked about. Let's see. No, not 2023. Here we go. Shout out uh, Pro Football Reference. It's a great website. So 2020, 2019. Oh, t- 2019, we took Andre Dillard in the first Oh, round. God. So 2019, <laughs> 2018, 2018 was Dallas Goddard in the second. We took Avante Maddox, Josh Sweat, uh, Matt Pryor, and Jordan Mylot in the seventh. So I actually think I, 2018 has was a good draft for the Eagles. Yeah. Dallas Goddard's still here. Avante Maddox still here. Josh Sweat. Still here. Matt Pryor is still in the league. I think he's on, he's on the Colts. And Jordan Mallott is a Pro Bowl left tackle. So, but then 2019, I can't wait. Andre Dillard, who is still in the league, he's on the Titans. We didn't resign him. Miles Sanders, who we also didn't resign, but was good for us. Your boy, JJ Arthago Whiteside. Oh, instead of DK. <laughs> instead of DK. That was oh the year. Second round. Wasn't Devontae Adams in that draft too? Uh, 
no, Devontae Adams was in uh, was he 2017. 20... I, I forget. No, Devontae Adams was 2014. We took Jordan Matthews that year. I, I said yeah, I, I, get Adams. I get confused. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. 2015, we took Nelson Aguilar in the first round. Uh, 2016 was the Carson Wentz year. We took Isaac Sayamalo, who's still in the league. Uh, Wendell Smallwood. I hated Wendell Smallwood. Wendell Smallwood. I hated him. They <laughs> loved him, and I didn't understand why. Halapul uh, Vati Vaitai. Shout out to him. He was, he was in that draft. He's still in the league, I think. And then Jalen Mills. Is he on the Lions? He's on the Lions, yeah. And then Jalen Mills was 2016. He's still in the league with the Patriots. And then 2017 was Derek Barnett, Sidney Jones. This is a Super Bowl. The, 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 the draft prior to the Super Bowl. Derek Barnett, Sidney Jones, Rasul Douglas, who's actually turned out to be a good player. Mac Hollins, who's not bad. Mac Hollins. Yeah. Danelle Pumphrey, who we took in front of guys like Aaron Jones, Alvin Kamara, Kareem Hunt. All those guys were taken that year. We took Janelle Pumphrey. Who? Exactly. Uh, Nate Gary was in the 2017 draft. Probably one of the worst Eagles I've ever seen. Uh, 2020 was Jalen Rager. Jalen Hurts, obviously. Uh, 2020. I mean, Jalen Rager obviously was terrible. It, I mean, yeah, 2020 wasn't a great draft, honestly. We took Quez Watkins in 2020. He's not coming back. No, nah, he's gonna be gone. We took outside of Jalen Hurts, there was there was look, you, you cannot not really botch anybody, the yeah. first round pick that is gifted to you. Yeah. Other than Jalen Hurts, the 2020 draft wasn't good. Jalen Rager, Davion Taylor, who's not on the team anymore. Kevin Wallace, still in the league, but he's not on the team. Jack Driscoll's a backup on the Eagles. John Hightower is not on the team. Sean Bradley would I think tours ACL this past year. Quez Watkins is going to be gone. Prince Teguanogo, I think, is on the Chiefs, so he just won a ring, I think. And Casey Tuhill is on the Commanders now. Um, 2021 was Devontae Smith, so good. Landon Dickerson, phenomenal. Milton Williams, I liked that pick at the time. I didn't mind it. People were pissed about it because we, we needed a corner. We still need a corner. We always need a corner. Uh, fourth fourth round pick was Zach McPherson, who was out all year. Kenny Gainwell. Who we're kind of up and down on. Um, Marlon Tui Pelotu is still on the team. Teron Jackson, I think he's a practice squad guy. And then 2022 was Jordan Davis, Cam Jurgens, the Kobe Dean, Kyron Johnson, Kyle Kanatera. I mean, other than Cam Jurgens, 2022 might be a bust. I mean, Jordan Davis is out of shape. Nicobe Dean can't stay healthy. I don't know, man. And then obviously last year, Jalen Carter, Nolan Smith, Tyler Steen, who I think could be a starter. At guard in the league, uh, City Brown, who I was up and down, but I liked. Uh, Keely Ringo actually wasn't bad when he played. They got to give him a chance because he. Actually I think they got to give him a shot. He, yeah. he made his mistakes last year, but he didn't look terrible yeah. doing it. You know, he's a young guy and made a rookie mistake. I like, think if you don't get a starting caliber corner in the draft, which you should, I'm not saying don't get one. But if you don't somehow get one, I think you should be the second starter. I think you should get Bradbury out of here and, and put Ringo opposite uh, Darius Slay. Yep. But, yeah, I don't know. It's crazy. Like, Eagles have had really good drafts and then really bad drafts, man. Like, when I, it, now that I'm looking back, like, 2018 was a great draft. 2019, bad. 2020, other than Hurts, bad. 2021, so far, good. I mean, your first three picks have been really good. 
2022 so far not great other than Cam Jurgens who was a Pro Bowl uh, Pro Bowl alternate this past year. Uh, I mean, you don't know about Jordan Davis. You don't know about Nicobe Dean. Kyron Johnson is bounced off and off, off and on the team. Ground Cacatel is just a backup tight end. I mean, he's solid, but and this uh, this past year, Jalen Carter looked great for most of the year. Nolan Smith wasn't really a factor, but I think he just needs to get more snaps. Uh, Tyler Sheen, again, I think he could be a starter. Sidney Brown could be a starter as well. Keely Ringo could be a starter. We don't know. And then Tanner McKee's backup and Moro Ajomo. So, I don't know, man. That's the thing. Like, this year's draft, too, is I think is, is, is solid. I think there's a lot of depth in this year's draft. Like, there's a lot of – like, you're going to get some solid players in the second, third, fourth round in this year's draft. It's very deep. And there's a lot of hype at quarterback. You know, obviously with uh, Caleb Williams, Drake May, uh, Jaden Daniels is flying up the board. J.J. McCarthy out of Michigan might be – could sneak into the first round. You know, Bo Nix out of Oregon, Michael Penix out of Washington. Those are going to be polarizing names. I don't see them going in the first round, but if a team's desperate enough, they can make it happen. I'm seeing J.J. McCarthy shoot up the board, too. Yeah, yeah. Listen, he's young. He didn't really throw the ball much in Michigan, but it, they didn't really need to. They ran the ball a ton with Blake Corum, who's also coming out, so that could be an option at running back. But they just ran the ball a ton at Michigan. Um, wasn't really asked to throw the ball down the field that much, but they like his makeup. Uh, they like, you know, his potential. Um, you know, when he was asked to throw, down the, throw the ball down the field, he did he did pretty well. Uh, I, think, I think teams will – you know, like what they see. And I think, I think once the combine happens, you'll see more of his, like his arm potential. Um, but if he has a good combine, he could definitely shoot up the boards. I mean, he's a little undersized, but I think he's pretty skinny for, for his frame, but it's all about arm talent, man. If you have a good arm, uh, these teams can mold you. And uh, if you get in the right system, you'll, you'll be, I mean, look at Brock Purdy. I mean, I know we're not huge Brock Purdy guys, but I mean, guy made the Super Bowl for, for crying out loud. So, if you're in the right system, man, it's all, and I said this a couple weeks ago too. It's all about system nowadays. You know, if you're in a good system and and you're in a quarterback friendly system, you're going to be successful. Doesn't matter who you are. Um, so as long as you like, you know, can can, uh, as long as you can break down pressure and 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 you know, when a play's happening not panic and, and all that stuff. I mean, that's what you need as a quarterback. But if you can do that and you're in the right system, man, you'll be successful in the NFL. And uh, we're saying it. Yeah, so you know how we said we were going to talk about the Sixers? Yes. Yeah, uh, it didn't happen. I mean, they, they, there's not much to say. I mean, we got, like we talked about, you know, we, who we got. Buddy Hill's been great so far in his limited time here. I think we haven't seen Kyle Lowry good. yet. Haven't seen Kyle Lowry. Uh... Is that the only acquisition we got? Did we only? Oh, we got campaign. Campaign's been pretty good actually too, coming off the bench. Um, so we'll see. I mean, uh, you know, they they've won half the they team needed, injured right now. Half the team's injured. Yeah, they they needed those two games though. I think they they beat Washington, which was you know of course Washington's terrible. They um, beat Cleveland, but they went to play. Cleveland and beat them. Yeah, that, that's a good win, man. That's a really good win. I did, I did not think they would go into Cleveland and, and beat the Cavaliers. Uh, I, I thought that they would get absolutely yeah. annihilated by the Cavs. So that was a really good win. Uh, the the um, spread was ten plus. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. What? Yeah. I mean, and, and Tobias Harris was out as well. 
So it was just, I think the starting five was like Maxi, Heald, Oubre. Uh, I forget who else. Paul Reed's playing the five. I, again, I still don't understand why they're not playing Bamba more. Like he's, when Embiid's out, he plays, but he's not starting. Tell us the process. Uh, I mean, Paul Reed's been fine. But that was a really nice win, man. That was a really, really nice win. And uh, and the same thing with the Flyers. Uh, dude, the Sixers and Flyers are, like, doing the exact same thing right now. Sucking and then being good again? Yeah. Like, they lost, like, five in a row. They both did. And now the Sixers have won the last two. The Flyers have won, like, four in a row. I don't know what's going on. I'm just here. The Flyers, look good. The Flyers look good, too, man. Yeah, I, I'm curious to see how the trade deadline goes for the Flyers. I'm, I'm not sure who's going to get traded and for what. Uh, they're definitely making a move, a move at least. Okay. It's just what they want. To, they need. They want to try to get first round picks. I think. Um, I really hope they don't trade Morgan for us, though. Um. Yeah, I agree. I think he's been pretty solid, actually. There's a. There, there's a list of guys that they're willing to move, and it's more or less everybody. <laughs> so I mean, probably not Tippett. They just extended him. No, 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 no. Uh, probably not Couturier. Probably not connecting at this point. Uh, probably not Atkinson. And then other than that, I don't really know. <laughs> I mean, like you said, Morgan Frost. I don't want them to trade Morgan Frost either. I think he. I, I don't. I wouldn't want to see that. Uh, they're probably not going to trade Drysdale. They just got him. Um, but other than that, I mean, Sanheim, maybe. I could see it, I guess. York. I think York's too young. But, I mean. That didn't, that didn't no, I don't, I don't see them. Look, I, I, there's. I just want to wait and see because I don't I don't want to speak anything into existence. That's true. But I think that there's going to be a couple of moves, and it, it, Tortorella has been saying repeatedly, like, I, I know you guys like the team that we have, but don't get too attached to anybody, more or less. N- not verbatim, but that's what yeah, yeah. That's I mean, it's, it's fair. I mean, they're still they're playing well right now, but they're still not at a championship caliber team. And I think if they're going to stick with the rebuild, they're going to stick with the rebuild. And that's just how it's going to have to be. That should be. That's how they need to do it. And at that point, I think we've, we've reached our very winding road destination for the day. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what happened in this episode, but there's uh, not really much to talk about. So we just went down memory lane a little bit. I'd like to thank you for listening to the Philly Bandwagon Podcast. Go to phlsportsnation.com for all your Philly sports wants, needs, and desires. Go to the podcast tab. Go to the PHL Bandwagon. You can find us on Spotify there. You can also find us on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, wherever podcasts are available. We're most likely there. If not, shoot us an email at phlthebandwagon at gmail.com, and we'll try to get on the platform that you listen on. You can also shoot us mailbox questions. Again, that's at phlthebandwagon at gmail.com. Our DMs on X are also open. You can follow us at the PHL Bandwagon there. You can also follow me at PHL Ryan Michaels. You can follow Chip at PHL Chip Tiernan. Uh, We share our episodes weekly on Facebook, but we don't do a poll on Facebook. We only do that on X because Facebook's polling is horrible. 
I've been saying this for a long time. I also just don't like Facebook. That's just a yeah. personal preference. We're ready to switch off of Facebook and do Instagram. Yeah, I. Yeah, probably. If I'm being honest. But will we ever make an Instagram? Is the question. No, maybe potentially. I mean, we'll see. Maybe. 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 If the Sixers don't get if the Sixers don't get eliminated in the second round, maybe we'll make one. If, if the Sixers don't get eliminated in the second round, we'll still exist. Right. So let's let's start there. Right. So I'm saying. So maybe if we do exist, then we should probably make an Instagram. Yes. Uh, as you guys just to, just to remind you guys, if the Sixers lose in the second round, we give up and yeah, not give up on Philly sports. We give up on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. It's been gosh, it's been six years almost. Yeah, we've been doing this for six years. Yeah, we're we're trying to will them past the second round, and this could just very well backfire in our faces where we're not doing this anymore. So you know what's crazy though? Maybe it's us. Maybe it is us. Watch as soon as we stop doing it, they win. I'm pretty sure the first (laughs) year they made the playoffs was the year we started the podcast. 2018. 18. Yeah. Yep. I think that was the first year they made the play. Oh God, dude, did I just I just figure it out? So if we stop doing it, then they won't make the playoffs anymore. Crap. Yeah. Or if right, we, we'll, we'll or they make the, here's what we do: they make the playoffs, we stop, then they go far. All right. Well, we're gonna have to have further negotiation about that. But go to the Weg Shop, get your Weg Weg and merchandise. Get your TBW merchandise. Get a nice hoodie, nice hat, nice T-shirt, you know. The hoodie's comfortable. It's really comfy. And it's cold out. And it snowed nine inches by me today. So you're going to need a hoodie right now, at least through April, I would think. So it's always there. And we appreciate the support. And if you see some random burly gentleman with a beard approach you, it's probably Chip or me. So. Yeah. We're both large men with beards, so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, if it's the short one, it's him. If it's the tall one, it's me. Hey! Just saying. Stop. That's how you tell us apart. Also, he has darker than me. Well, I'm you're shorter than sure. me. I'm shorter than you, and I'm not short. Yeah. Jesus. If he, Okay, fine. If he has darker hair, it's him. If he has lighter, brownish hair, it's me. Ugh. Also, he's God. a shorter one. You're a dick. <laughs> All right, we've reached our destination. We'll see you at the next stop. Bye. Go Sixers? Go Flyers? Go Phillies.